Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Ali Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Hello, everybody. It is uh, me today. Michelle is out sick, but I have a fantastic stand-in guest today, uh, O'Neill Rosero. O'Neill is a community manager based in the Philippines. He was a WordCamp Asia um, organizer working on the speakers team. He's a training team, faculty admin, and a facilitator for WP uh, Diversity APAC. So O'Neill is amazing and everywhere and all things WordPress community. I've been lucky enough to work with O'Neill a couple of times through uh, WP Diversity workshops and so on. Uh, and we hung out, we got to hang out uh, in Thailand at WordCamp Asia. So welcome to the show, O'Neill. I'm so, so, so happy to have you on today. Thank you, Ali. It's uh, exciting for me because I've been a fan of the show for many, many months. Mm -hmm. I've listened to practically every episode from the beginning because I was looking for episodes specific to WP Diversity Mm -hmm. and I ended up listening to your show and it's one of the most uplifting among podcasts that I listen to regularly. Oh, thank you. That's so great to hear. I'm sure Michelle is going to love to hear that when she listens to this as well. Um, I mean, the work that you do is super uplifting. Your your whole attitude, I mean, we'd cross paths a bunch of times, you know, through Slack and things like that. Um, but I realized when we met, I was like, I don't think I've ever been on like a video call with O'Neill before because you have the most like infectious, positive energy and it's such a joy to be around. So yeah, very happy to have you on the show. Um, I wanted to chat with you about a couple of things. To begin with, when I went to WordCamp Asia, I went to Contributor Day on the first day and I was like, I want to go hang out at the community table. I'm sure nobody is surprised about that. Uh, and you were one of the table leads uh, in the community room. So tell me a little bit about that. How did that come to be? What was that like for you? Mm-hmm. Um, and how did you feel like that day went, like things that you learned and you know, so on and so forth? Well, uh, I've been working with the WP Diversity team uh, with Jill Binder for the past couple of years, uh, mostly through the pandemic, uh, helping her run the diversity workshops when it's held outside North America schedule. So I've done the workshop for the Philippines, uh, Indonesia, India, uh, Nigeria, Zimbabwe, uh, Switzerland, a couple of other countries. And I've helped her when she's running some of them in specific areas like um, South America and India. So I've been assisting the WP Diversity project for the past almost two years already. And then when I became one of the uh, organizers for uh, WordCamp Asia, and then they wanted the community team said that we'll have a table, we'll uh, ask what do you want people to do, what do you want people to discuss. Uh, I and one of the other team from the diversity, uh, Devin from Indonesia said, we should dis- have a discussion at one of the tables. So it would be great to have what we've been trying to do for the past year, which is the WP Diversity APAC network building, trying to uh, reach out to people within Asia, the Asia Pacific region, whose voices are not heard as often as they, they are in uh, North America and Europe. So. WordCamp Asia was actually the best time to have it because, you know, this is the time when we have everybody from around Asia and around the world gathering in Bangkok, and then it would be a perfect opportunity to talk about it. 
So we asked the team leads for the community team if we could have some time or space on the table. And they said, yes, that's, that would be perfect. Uh, thank you to Taco and Kate for agreeing that uh, we can have some time at the table. Yeah, that's fantastic. It was a really cool conversation. You know, it was you and me and honestly more people than I had expected were at our, our table <laughs> was basically full. Um, and we didn't get to talk like throughout the whole entire day. Contributor day always goes by so quickly. Um, but we started a really interesting conversation about diversity as a kind of changing, evolving thing based on where you are in the world. You know, how diversity in one country or in one culture specifically could mean something different to somebody in a different country or a different culture. Um, so tell me a little bit about like that thought process for you, because you were the one that that kind of brought that topic to the <laughs> table. And it's something that I think about, but probably not as frequently as I should. Right. Uh, well, uh, like I mentioned, when we had the discussion, um, diversity in uh, Western countries mostly uh, revolves around gender, uh, race, uh, in Asia, it's a little different. They, we still have some of those issues, uh, concerns, but there's also other considerations like culture um, and religion, mm -hmm. which can be different because there are so many different types of um, religions within each country. And like, uh, it's not just um, just because it's a third, there are third world countries or developed countries. There are so many different things, but there's still a lot of people who are holding on to um, their society, their culture, what they've been taught from from handed down from generations, and then of course there's also uh, what their beliefs are. So these also affect how they interact and how they how they work. Uh, there are some religions that require them to have a prayer during multiple times during the day. There are some religions that, that say they can only consume these kinds of food. So these are the things that you have to take into account when we have events, whenever we have activities, just like WordCamp Asia, for example, the food had to be separated uh, halal, which is prepared in a certain way. Mm -hmm. There's kosher food, which is cannot be mixed in with other kinds of food. And then there's uh, food that's available for other, other people. So we, we tried to have a balance of what is available for everybody's attending. And we made tried to make sure that everybody is represented equally mm -hmm. and properly without trying to offend anyone who has special needs or people who have uh, special requirements for, for, for themselves and for, for their choice. So I, I also like the fact that we had you uh, giving examples of what it's like in the US and what it's like for uh, a young woman who's in the, who's already deep within the WordPress community and also insight from Bob WP who, mm -hmm. who's been, uh, who been in the WordPress community for so long. So there's, and he's seen a lot of changes. And then mm -hmm. because there's a lot of, new people in Asia that are only getting now getting into WordPress, WordCamp, and but there are also people who have experience who have been doing this for many years, experienced um, the, all the changes, all of the things that's been happening. So it's nice to hear active voices, people who are willing to talk and willing to listen. So yeah. 
I, I, I like to try to be both. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that is such a key of this kind of work is being as equally ready to listen as you are to talk. Um, and I think that the conversation that we started getting into is I was trying not to talk very much. I was really trying <laughs> to listen because, you know, that going to Thailand for, for WordCamp Asia was, was my first time ever leaving the United States. Right. I'm 30 years old. I'd never left the U.S. My experience with direct experience, I should say, with other cultures is very, very limited. And I think that for what I would like to do and be as a community builder and a community leader, especially in a community like WordPress that is kind of by definition so global, it is my responsibility to um I think understand is, is a strong word, but be sensitive to the needs of other cultures and the way that things shift. And so the way that my language needs to shift and the way that my thought processes need to shift when I'm speaking to people. Because um, I think that, especially here in the West, we like to think that the way things are here is the way things are everywhere. It's totally not true. <laughs> um, you know, even just thinking about the idea that a you know, somebody like you, you are a male person of color in the United States, you would be considered a minority where you are in the Philippines or where we were in Thailand. That was not the case. You were, would be mm -hmm. considered in the majority and just being, uh, uh, that, it sounds so obvious to say it, but just being aware of those little shifts and those little differences, the way that you see yourself based as opposed to the way I would see you very different things. Um, and so I think that, you know, sometimes as a community, we struggle with that a little bit because so much of the community is so Western centric. So much <laughs> of the leadership, I would say, is Western centric. And we have a hard time with that sometimes. Yeah, actually, uh, one of the things um, that was important also in WordCamp Asia is the language. Um, most people, I myself, I'm fortunate because... Uh, my native language is English. I, first language I learned is English oh, cool. because that's what my mom taught me. I learned uh, Filipino, Tagalog, um, as conversation, as I talk to people at school and stuff, but I, I'm primarily English speaking. And my English is mostly based on American. You know, I, I grew up on Sesame Street. So that's <laughs> my basis for English. Nice. But when dealing with a lot of people, uh, with, among the organizers for WordCamp Asia, already there, you have 59 organized, 52 organizers from different countries around Asia. And about only 10% uh, are, are native English speakers. Mm. Everybody else, it's their second language. So, and there, there's also a difference between uh, British English, American English, also with the writing, the spelling. That's also one of the things we had to consider when writing a blog post, writing a, an announcement, we have to have something that is more um, understandable for the majority who are going to be involved. Right. So that's also one of the things you have to, you have to consider within the WordPress and the WordCamp community is who are the people who are going to be involved and who are who is your target uh, audience, who are the who people who's going to read the posts, who are going to see the, see the talks, who are going to listen to the speakers. And we for WordCamp Asia as um, part of the speaker team, one of the things we tried to do is have that balance also among our selected speakers 
to have at least a 70-30 or 80-20 balance of majority from Asia or mm-hmm. um, and then the the gender mix we tried to make it 60-40 at least we I think we got closer to about 60-40 with that one mm-hmm. um, so there are a lot of voices that needed to be heard or lots of cultures that needed to be heard but there are also a lot of people um, you know, uh, balancing on how to get go around it, or how to manage it properly mm. without, without offending someone or without excluding anyone, and making sure everybody gets their chance to be seen and heard. Yeah, absolutely. I was. It was such a joy to be there and really just see different faces than I would be used to seeing at you know WordCamp US or a, a WordCamp in an American city. Um, it was so cool. And even, you know, being at our community table or being in the, the community room and contributor day, you know, at the beginning, we all sat around in a circle and we went around for a long time and everyone introduced themselves and said where they were from. And I think I had just assumed that, and, and I'd be interested to know if you have this information. I assumed that the majority or a large chunk of the people in attendance would be from Thailand. So like I even went as far as in my talk slides, I went to Google Translate and I translated <laughs> my the title of my talk and uh, thank you at the end into like the the local language and I put that on my slides because like I want to like emphasize right that like I'm in a different place like I'm the visitor I'm the guest right and and try to bridge that um, but as we were going around and everyone was introducing themselves. I don't really remember, and of course that was a very small slice of a very big event, but I don't really remember anyone saying I'm from Thailand. There were so many people from the Philippines, so many people from (laughs) India. Um, Like it was really, was that a surprise to you? Um, Do you have any demographic information about where people traveled from? Uh, They actually do have on the the ticket sales indicate where majority of the people came, uh, came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, the large chunk of the attendees, of course, were from South Asia, um, India, Bangladesh, Pakistan, right. because of the very large developer communities within that region. Right. Uh, the ones who are from the Philippines, I actually met them either at a local meetup or they were actually co-workers at a company that I used to work at uh about a year ago so i actually knew them from from that group but i've never actually even met them in person we've Mm -hmm. always been on slack so even though we're in the same country in the same city in the same uh company we've never actually uh interacted in person until that day but uh fortunately when i told them that they'd be up in the community room they said oh let's go we'll go and attend but part of it i think the reason why um there weren't a lot of Thai at the community room, is that a lot of the Thai WordPressers were actually volunteers. Hmm. They were working the tables, they were working the, the, the halls, the rooms, registration. A lot of them actually volunteered because, because whenever you have a regional WordCamp, a flagship WordCamp in your country, there's a tendency for the meetups to drop off or the hmm. WordCamp Bangkok would not be organized for that year because of course you got to have the big event it's going to be too much if you do the big event and then the local event 
right. in the same year. So that's that's too much weight on the locals. But what was nice was that a lot of them actually did volunteer to work the WordCamp, uh, back, WordCamp Asia so that they were still involved in the community. Uh, there were, I, 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 I'm saying this because a lot of our local team, part of the organizers, were incredible. The, the time and effort they spent and the fact that it's, it was spread out over three, almost four years because mm. of the cancellation and rescheduling of the event was a big factor. So uh, there are demogra- there are numbers there are for the um, that we had, but I'm, I don't have them right now with me. But there, it's nice that there were um, a lot of people from different countries, yes. different countries around Asia that were represented, that were in at the event. Uh, it's just sad that, that a lot of people were not able to attend because some of them couldn't se- uh, secure a visa to go to Thailand. Mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. of them could not because of the time between 2020 and then 2023 changes in their work or in their in their family mm-hmm. happened so that even though they got a ticket back in 2020, they didn't have the time or um, bandwidth to be able to attend it on in 2023. So it was very different from uh, from what we were expecting. Right. That I think 1,700 tickets were sold and 1,299 people attended. Right. So which is actually still a good number for totally regional the first word camp in Asia. Yeah. And I'm so I'm so excited for next year. Like I'm still riding the high from this year, but I'm so excited <laughs> for next year knowing how great it was this year. I mean there's only room to to be better, right? Like there's only yeah. up. Um so and and you know if we're able to surpass that issue of all the visas if people have a little bit more lead time the visa they applied mm-hmm. for for this event if it didn't come it's hopefully we'll be here by next year we'll have an even larger group of people from even more countries like it's only going to get better and better um it's no secret how i felt about this i've been gushing about it for you know <laughs> two weeks at this point um so yeah i mean it was really amazing. Thank you so much for working on it. I mean, I've I've attempted to organize two word camps at this point, and it is not an easy thing to do. I think it takes a really <laughs> special type of person um, and a really special group of people to be able to put on an event like this. It's not easy. Um, so thank you for all of the work that you have done on it. And please extend thanks on behalf of me and Michelle to the rest of the team when you speak to them, because it was really fantastic. Um, and yeah, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up there. But I totally appreciate your time. I always love talking to you. Uh, maybe one day soon we'll have you on with Michelle as well, because I know that she has questions and things that she'd love to talk to you about as well, if sure. you'd be open to that. Yeah. Anytime, actually. I This is actually the third, second or third time I've been on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> You're a natural. You're so great. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll definitely I do training. Have... <laughs> I do training uh, pre-pandemic. I do training as a, as a, as a, my work. Mm-hmm. And I would train like hundreds up to a thousand people in one go. Yeah. So speaking in front of people is not a problem. But transitioning to online, that's a, a different yeah that has been a challenge actually WordCamp Asia was if I'm remembering this correctly I have a really terrible memory but it Mm -hmm. 
if I'm remembering correctly, it was the first time I spoke in front of people at a WordCamp since the pandemic. Really? I did, wow. yeah, I did a handful of virtual WordCamps during the pandemic, but really okay. since um, beginning of 2020, it was the first time I was up on stage in front of people and it was <laughs> so exceptional. Like I, I miss that feeling so much. It's such a huge difference <laughs> and it's so valuable to be able to be in the same room as everybody and yeah, all of that stuff. It's pretty great. And- your talk was awesome. I was watching oh, it from thanks. the door because I was mm-hmm. in track three. So I just you know, run over to the other side. <laughs> my other uh, talk was ongoing. And then I was out watching it from outside. But I'm also watching it on YouTube because I'm reviewing all of the talks mm. from uh, WordCamp Asia just to nice. see what what everybody was talking about. Because I, could, yeah. I couldn't attend every... You can't attend every. No, of course. Yeah. I attended as many as I could, but yeah, you definitely can't get to. I didn't even get to go to all the ones I wanted to because it's just, it was a very (laughs) exhausting couple of days. But yeah, I can't wait to see my talk hopefully go up on WordPress.tv and be able to share it because, yeah, I was really proud of it. We're starting with that this week already. Some of the talks are already going up. Uh, Matt's talk is already on YouTube. So, of course. Everybody's, (laughs) Everybody's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're getting there slowly, and then we'll have uh, also the slides up as well so that people can and see it interact. Just a good reminder I got that email that I need to send you guys yes. my slides, so <laughs> I will do that right after after we get off of this recording. <laughs> no problem, no rush, it's a weekend, don't worry about it. True, true. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much, O'Neill. It's always a joy to thank speak you. with you. Um, and yeah, I hope you. Uh, hop on more podcasts soon because I want more of the community <laughs> to hear your voice. Yay! Yay. Actually, right. on my profile on your website under Representative Intech, I put that guest on podcast. There you go. So if you are listening we'll and you need a podcast guest, reach out to O'Neill. Alrighty. <laughs> Alrighty. We'll see y'all next time. All right. Take care. This episode was sponsored by the following companies Yikes Inc. Yikes Inc. is a collaborative, results-driven, Philadelphia-based WordPress agency dedicated to sustainable business practices. Thank you so much to our sponsors for this episode. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.